Um, hey, everybody. We are Talk Like a Mother, a parenting autism podcast. And today we are starting our new sort of series-ish. Um, we are going to be launching bonus episodes and we'll be releasing these episodes to all of our listeners. And later we may make this a subscriber benefit, but we wanted to give you all a chance to get to know us a little more. These topics will not always be in line with our series or really focused on anything in particular. It's just what's sort of relevant to us. These are bonus episodes and they will all be off the cuff. Welcome to Sit Down, There's More. Hey listeners, this is Sit Down, There's More by Talk Like a Mother podcast. Today's bonus episode is no reservation style, but not series focused. So sit tight and listen up. Hello everyone, I'm Jen. Today, I'm going to start us off on this first Sit Down, There's More Thursday because... You know, I think I'm the hot topic lady. I'm the one that follows all the crazy things, all things internet, Britney Spears, Taylor Swift, uh, all celebrity stuff. I get real invested in it. So I read Britney's book. It's fascinating. Just to be clear, I love Britney. I paid $500 to go to Britney's concert, the circus. I'm a big Britney fan. So when I talk about Britney, just talking openly about her, read her book, gave me a very different perspective on her crazy Instagram posts. She's a little out there. Um, I was talking to Jamie this morning because Brittany came out yesterday apologizing to Justin Timberlake after oh. she released her book. Oh, yeah. Apologizing to him, praising his music and all those things. Then which led me down the spiral of Brittany's dad with the conservatorship. Do I think they went too far? I think they went crazy too far. But I also think he saved her life. And I feel like she's in that really vulnerable state right now again where she's just going to tip right over. I mean, literally dancing with knives in her front showroom. I mean, the girl has got a lot going on. So I do love Brittany, but I think she needs some help. And when I read her book and I would see her Instagram posts, they made sense because she was so sheltered from the conservatorship, not being allowed to have a phone, not being allowed to go out, not being allowed to do anything. So then it kind of made sense that she was kind of half naked on the internet, living her best life. But it's been over a year. She's a free woman now. And she's still sort of behaving like very childlike, which also reminds me of Gypsy Rose because she never had that childhood. So she's always, you know, a lot of this is also from the, the surgeries that her mom did to her, but she also sits back in that sort of childlike state. Anyway, mm -hmm. all of this stuff fascinates me. I follow it very closely. I love Brittany, but girl, you need to stop. You I will say to... I love Brittany too. Brittany came out when I was like nine, I want to say. So she was like part of my preteen, teenage years. My little nephew, I taught him the song, Give Me More at a very young age. And my sister probably hated me because if you guys know that song, <laughs> Brittany on a pole. But so, so, still all, it, by the way. so all part of that too, is she's releasing a new project, but she's made it very clear recently that she's not doing new music, which mm -hmm. With Britney, we don't, maybe she is doing new music. There are some contract things weird there and stuff where some people think that her label, which I think it is, I think it's RCA, but she's supposed to do more, but like, are they going to really hold her to that? Like they could force her, but she did announce some sort of new project called Sex and Diamonds, but no one knows what that means. And I think that's within the same post where she like, where she didn't directly, well, she didn't directly apologize about Justin, but she's like, kind of apologizing about things she said in her book and then she said she likes his new song selfish or whatever i like your new song don't sue me so yeah. but then you think about her whole life i mean every single person in her life has used her for her money 
Well, yeah. I mean, she's literally been the money machine I, for her family. Is what she needs is she needs love. She needs somebody to accept her for her. You know, she does. She's never had that. None of her, every one of her relationships. I mean, probably outside from the one of her and Justin was just like probably more of a proximity thing than anything else. People were with her for a reason. They were her backup dancer. They wanted that theme. They wanted that notoriety. They used her for her money. Nobody's really been with her for her. I think Are you that's not a in K-Fed? Okay, let's not K-Fed for a second. So let's talk about Kevin Federline because we talked about him well, this so morning. No, but, he, but Sam was also a backup dancer of hers. Yeah, but he was many years after her children. And he did the same thing. He just well, that's well, essentially, yeah, like essentially. But the yeah. thing with K Fed is, I mean, rapper wannabe dude that couldn't rap. So. You don't like his music? But, what do you mean? I know what he's... Is his music. Can you guys give me an example? No, yeah. like, yeah. the music. I don't know. Paparazzo or something. But even he, who obviously latched onto her for her money and her fame, but she so she was so desperate for somebody to love her. And then when the conservatorship happened, and we were talking about this this morning, like maybe he's not the greatest dad. And yeah, he did step up. He got a lot of money to do it. And they are his children. So I don't really feel like he gets a pat on the back. But at the same time, that was such a crazy time. I mean, she yeah. held her kid in the bathroom and then got put on a 5150 hold. I mean, really wasn't the most stable place for her children to be. And then all those recordings that they released of her screaming and ranting at her children. But with Kevin, he got exorbitant amounts of money to raise those children. But he also did pull them back from that crazy limelight. I yeah. mean, he really did sort of hunker down in the end and ended up kind of, again, he's their parent. So you don't get a like pat on the back by parenting. But he did sort of, in a way... I don't even want to say step up because he is her father, but in the chaos of it all with her dad, the custody, her being hospital, all that kind of stuff. And now they've moved to Hawaii. So it's irrelevant. But I mean, it's like her children cannot get far enough away from her, you know? And I feel like I feel bad in the sense that she was so sheltered, but then at the same time, you are a grown woman with children who have asked you to stop doing that on the internet. Yeah. But she's, she is Britney Spears. So it's like, she's not a grown woman. She's not. Like she's not mentally a grown woman. She's still very childlike. Well, that's what I think about mm -hmm. that Taylor Swift at the end of Taylor Swift's Miss Americano. Is that what's called? Yeah, that she makes yeah. a statement. She's like, which I guess is like a common statement. A lot of people say it's like you kind of freeze mentally or emotionally mm -hmm. at the age you became famous at. And for Britney, obviously, she became kind of famous pretty young with Mickey Mouse Club, but really in her teens. And it yeah. really mm -hmm. is kind of like, you can tell she's stunted. a little caught in them. And also like stunted in the way that like, yes, like you watch those like documentaries of her like running her concerts and, you know, rehearsals and all that stuff. Like she knows that stuff, yeah. but she didn't necessarily get all the other life lessons because people yeah. did so much for her. So now she's probably in a state where like, she wants that independence, but she doesn't know how to do all that stuff or manage all that stuff on her own. And that's really and sad because that's where people come in and take advantage. I can well, imagine. You can watch her when someone says something about her. You can watch like the next day or that afternoon on Instagram. She's posting something showing she can't. Like she posted a video of herself making eggs. Girl, my 13-year-old autistic daughter can make eggs. Like you have nothing to prove to anybody. You should be able to make eggs at 40 years old. But she's never done those things. So it's yeah. like either Kimmy's <laughs> like if, I have a deal. If Kim comes out with a reel in forty-eight hours of her in a bikini making reels, I'm gonna shit the bed. <laughs> and I then, but then you look at like Taylor Swift, who yes, she wasn't as young as Britney Spears, but her mom and dad didn't use her 
to gain their own, I don't want to say fame, but you compare Mr. and Mrs. Swift to Mr. (laughs) and Mrs. Spears, and it's gravely different in how they raise their children. And I love Britney, but there is no star like Taylor Swift. I mean, it is science-sealed and delivered. If you think about it, she also stayed home for a lot of that with her family, which mm-hmm. I feel like keeps you a lot more grounded. It really does. Like Britney was like off Britney on her own. Feels feels so Michael Jackson to me. It, the Britney like, stuff is so young. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like he was on such a different timeline because it's not social media. It's not like fed immediately. But there were so many like things that were looked at as these crazy stunts or these things, but he was just acting in the way of He's his He's another maternity. one that got stuck in that childlike state. Yes, like that's what I mean. And like all the people around him and that culture and like everybody's taking and I don't know. I mean, he, I don't follow Brittany as close as any of you and I don't follow her on social media. So I'm not privy to that naked eggs or whatever, but, or the beach shots or whatever. But I- just watching from afar, it feels so that it feels like, yeah, but she is only a dancer. It's like, she's not a full ass person. It's she's like just stuck in producing life. It's. Mm -hmm. And then you watch stuff like, you know, and Jamie and I were talking about this this morning. She, she clearly has mental health issues. She clearly needs to be stabilized and, you know, if you watch her social media, one minute she's literally telling her mother to f- off. We can bleak that out. And then in the next freaking story, she's professing her love to her mom. Like you can do, mm-hmm. and her sister. She's got this big thing with her sister. So you can see, like, the does she have a diagnosis of? She's bipolar. Well, bipolar. they diagnosed her bipolar, but her dad had her. They had her in all those treatments that she says she didn't need to be in. She talks about medication being forced on her that. She didn't be like lithium. Lithium, listen, you don't just give lithium to people. Lithium is well, a that's very, very typical of a perspective drug. of someone with bipolar who's in denial. But if she's not bipolar, which it's all these doctors that wouldn't let her out of this. So you have to read the book to under like with to, to see what they did with her medical care. They literally trapped her within herself, didn't I allow mean, her to see anyone yeah. outside of their little stuff. And forced her to take medication. And if you look at her back then, she was no better off. She was like a zombie could barely even open her eyes so mm-hmm. like but if you look at her behavior prior it was very erratic and very very much pointed to bipolar behavior yeah mm-hmm. yeah i yeah. mean oh she's very erratic there's no question and that I mean, was before your head even before all that you know that's what led to all this stuff which so. is sad because it's like it really feels like it was the environment she was in the way people treated her and well, in the was, isolation in the know, isolation like, yeah really? like she but, was so but you, like a person that is in sort of, I say, their right mind, and this is before the conservatorship, doesn't walk into a gas station downtown LA barefoot. I mean, that's just gross. Oh, and she was literally good. walking around barefoot with her Starbucks and a cig in her hand. Like, girl, you don't know why. I gotta tell you, that might be a little bit of your tendencies. I grew up Some in girls. a white trash area. People just don't wear their shoes when they don't feel like it, Jen. I think this it's just disgusting. disgusting. The that whole her disgusting. putting the baby on her lap to like, drive like that was like a situation too where you yeah. look at it there was paparazzi surrounding her she had to get out of there but like where i grew up i sat on people's laps and drove cars and stuff like yeah. you did that stuff yeah, as a kid. yeah so I'm, like, 50, I'm turning 51 and there you really didn't do the seat belts back in my <laughs> back in my day like you know but even with even with all of that stuff i know like people don't deserve to be hounded like that 
but you made your gajillion dollar empire off of those paparazzi following you. So like, mm. I feel like stars, although they are absolutely entitled to their privacy, they're not. That is your job. That is how you make your money. That is why people go see you. That's why people listen. You're out there being all crazy, driving around L.A., yeah, but I think it, I think there's a line. Like you look at like I do think there's a line too. I think there should be a, a very clear line with children. Yes. Like I think that that like line a lot of legislation, especially in California, has come because a lot of celebrities have fought for that. But like, and I think that was part of the problem. Britney too is like she was part of like the millennial era where things moved from physical copies to online stuff, and it really picked mm -hmm. up. And she got trapped in the middle of that, which a lot of people hadn't had to experience that amount of fame even pretty famous people like they were like 50 suvs following her whenever wherever she went that's insane like that's that was insane but also to that like don't go to the ivy party. then don't go to the ivy in beverly hills because that's you know true. there's going to be a thousand paparazzi waiting for you to walk in the door mm -hmm. don't go to that what's that nobu don't go to nobu brit because you know paparazzi's there i agree last time i was there they were all over us <laughs> well it happens to me all the time just look at Dude. what happened at the chuck e cheese okay what happened at the chuck e cheese i am famous but again very dangerous with them following her in the way that they were like yeah to, they're on the line but also I feel like there's also this thing where in her mind, that's how she gets attention. Like that's not even how she gets attention, but that she feels like that's what she's supposed to do because that's what yes. she was told to do. That is so convoluted, I'm sure in her yeah. mind. And just in, I mean, for anyone, it'd probably be like, okay, well, this is what I'm used to. I'm used to this level of attention, but at the same time, I want to control that attention because I haven't mm -hmm. been able to control it and you can't freaking control mm -hmm. the attention. And to what Kimmy said about Sam, like, how do you ever find anybody that doesn't want to date you because you're Britney Spears? I mean, how do you really ever find somebody that mm -hmm. isn't? I obviously don't know the guys. I'm not going to defend Kevin Federline or whoever, the weirdo. But I do feel like sometimes people do maybe did genuinely fall in love with her. Love with that her. lifestyle is probably very addicting. Mm -hmm. And so they probably come in. They're like, well, you should do it this way so we can make more. You should do this. And so that's probably where it gets icky and like then they get like addicted to having the money and all this stuff. And so it changes people and it's probably changes people in her life. And that probably sucks to feel like you feel like you create these genuine relationships and then it turns into something. Well, and, and not to say that they couldn't all have not been genuine, but, but that it was like, they didn't want to leave the situation. They wanted to leave her, but they didn't want to leave the situation, leave the money and leave all that. So they mm -hmm. found a way of like leaving her, but still having the benefit of all that. Like, and if yeah, and if you think about like right before we, I mean, we talked about it right before her breakdown. I mean, it was, you just watched it. Not, it was just crazy watching her. I mean, you could turn on TMZ in the morning and you could literally follow her all day long where she was. I mean, they were on her from the moment she walked out her door until the moment they chased her into her, her parking at night. But before the conservatorship, like looking back on all of those things, and I do think it went too far, but I... I don't know if she'd be alive today if they didn't step in. I mean, and that's, that is really the honest truth. I mean, if you really watched her as closely as I did and followed her kind of on that, I mean, she just wasn't well. What's sad about it all is conservatorship or not, that she didn't get good medical care. And that's clear. She didn't get a good doctor. The ones that the therapies that she was forced into, a lot of them, she said, were staged for photo ops for her, you know, all of those things. Clearly now she's not in a good place emotionally so it's kind of like how is how does her metal britney spears medical care like how does she not have a good medical team I mean, she can afford it 
why is there nobody in her life? I do think that lawyer is pretty good. He does seem to keep things on track for her. Like somebody seems to sort of be looking out for her. But how does she not have this team around her that is good for her? I mean, look at her. She's got the worst the thing fake nails I've ever have... seen in my life. For the amount of money this broad has, give her some good hair extensions and take her to a nice nail salon. I mean, she's just a disheveled mess all the time. I was just going to say, this is her perception too. I have somebody in my life very close to me that has mental health issues. And she don't have the money that Britney Spears has. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine the train wreck that could come of that. And everything in her perception is against her, is not, you know, it's sometimes it's legitimate. Yes, but not all the time. So it's like mm-hmm. when you have mental health issues, especially bipolar, you've very much mix up sometimes certain types reality to mm-hmm. oh there's no question she's not in reality i mean if you really yeah. watch her closely and you listen to her talk but it's that thing of everyone's there. against me it's it's everyone's fault it's they're all doing and because this- of that even if she had board. a great care team she would fire them when she slipped into depression or when mm-hmm. she got into mania and no longer needed help or when or she was you know when you're swinging fun. that hard you're just so like I need to make the world match what this is. Yeah. And this isn't mm-hmm. just Brittany. This is a lot what of people that, is, is funny. you know. Yeah. I think that she's like, you know, the diagnostic criteria for bipolar literally has like overspending addictive sort of habits within lots of these different structures. So whether it's gambling or it's sex or it's porn or it's, money or it's eating or it's whatever, running, kind of like anything. Right. When unchecked, which will naturally happen because for every high, there's a low in bipolar. It's like the swing of it. You need someone that's a regulating person that can co-regulate with you at those times when you rise and fall. And if that person is already fallen prey to the culture of gambling or the sex or the drugs or the whatever the money, what it is for that person. And for Brittany, it's clearly like experiences, dollars and whatever the next So she wasn't allowed to drink alcohol under the conservatorship. Nobody around her was allowed to drink. Nobody around her was allowed to do drugs, obviously. So it's, I just feel like she's she's been oddly sheltered, yet so worldly, you know? Yeah. It's, it's wild to watch. It is. And it's like, there's so many behind the scenes things that like you don't also know. Like, you know, we only know this path that's shown to us. There's so much that's gone on behind closed doors on both ends that we just don't know about you well know? that's why i said like her dad was like this big hero in the beginning and then the world turned on him but if you've really followed her story of course we don't really know what's going on but just from what we see on the media i do think he saved her life i mean yeah. in that moment in that time in that chunk of time i mean it was very clear something was going to happen to her i mean it was like well, the world I, was watching everyone was I mean, watching every day waiting for something to happen yeah. to her and i think his intentions were good in the beginning i just think it got yes too much money, too much power. Like Jamie said, he got a real taste of that money. Like that big money coming in, even though he had and the money. It was his daughter like the, and she bought the homes. And- he seems like he's a controlling guy anyways. Like, well, he, was, he was an alcoholic. Life, he's gone right? bankrupt. He kind of like blew their Wasn't family it, apart. Weren't they somewhatly estranged before all this? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. parents split up. The parents yeah. split up at some point and yeah. But, you know, then I think, like, the sibling side of it's really wild to kind of look at. Like, she has an older brother, Brian, and then she's got her younger sister, Jamie Lynn. And she's clearly upset that her siblings didn't step in to help her. Like, she's very been very open that nobody helped her, that she was, like, drowning and nobody would help her. 
Yeah. And I would think as a sibling. So then that's exactly kind of back to what you said, Kimmy, like what was really happening where well, they like, felt that was best for her? Because it wasn't like they had a great relationship with their dad. Like it, it, it wasn't like they were this close family. I so, mean, I really could have done though. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you supposed to, like, I think about my older siblings and not like my dad. Yeah, but if you were locked into a conservatorship that you weren't supposed to be in, that they were drugging you, that you were a zombie, your family. But they didn't know that. Well, they were around. The brother was around a lot. What could you do? He's on her payroll too. What could you do if you, like, you know, put yourself in a different place? Like, and I'm not trying to defend them. Someone should have helped her. But like, you know, when you're in a work situation where you, your coworker is getting like some shit that should not be happening to them from the boss you can't stand up for them all the time like this is like big level control that yeah, personality yeah. like what well, could they have done they're just like a 12 year old and as and much as controlling if that's the narrative we're gonna believe controlling this situation and britney you gotta bet your ass that he's controlling the rest of them and he's saying no she's gonna die if i don't do this yeah i'm doing well, the same life and what it how like what what is Jamie gonna do like be like oh I don't think she should be in this and they're gonna be like okay Jamie Lynn get your own lawyer and we'll see what happens like in the book she sent many text messages begging them to help her many text messages about the drug being drugged all that stuff again we don't know what happened I'm just saying on the outside looking in that was my sister struggling immensely like she was and you're still on her payroll taking her money but yeah. you can't return a text to support her is my point to that. Now, maybe they did the same. According to well, the that's book. the thing we don't know because it's like, you don't know. know. I think they all, I mean, I, I hope deep down they all regret this. I don't know about her brother, but I hope they're like, oh, I should have done more. But mm-hmm. I just don't think the education was there that they were like, oh, this could be happening. I think they're being told like, because they probably saw the worst of it with their sister and they probably literally almost lost their sister at some point. So they're probably thinking like, no, he's helping her. She's just Mm -hmm. saying the stuff because she's. But then that Jamie Lynn wrote a book and she talked about her teen pregnancy and how like her parents really didn't want, like it was a big thing that she got pregnant, which is so funny because, you know, obviously teen pregnancies aren't the greatest thing for a teen that's going through school, but man, you people have the money. It's not like, it's not like she's really a single mom out in the world struggling they did because of her career yeah that's, yeah. that's all they cared about that's what i mean like it wasn't about oh my god there's a kid with the money that's how jamie lynn was raised like so again i'm not defending jamie lynn like they should have done more but like they were raised in this environment where that mm-hmm. probably was the number one goal was like make money be a star like invest which is just a little sad because then all their priorities are messed up now in adulthood. Just that showbiz Mom. get to Ultra. Yeah, order. Mm-hmm. What I thought about is when she talked about the abortion, but then Jamie Lynn here gets pregnant, keeps her baby. Mm-hmm. Like that mm-hmm. probably was really hard for Brittany, I would imagine, you know? Yeah. And probably caused resentment, I would imagine. And then yeah. like that crazy, like Maddie, their daughter, Jamie Lynn's daughter, Maddie was in that, terrain thing and then it flipped in the water and she was trapped underneath and she almost died and the new husband got her out and she was in a coma i mean it it's really what did you remember that so jamie lynn's daughter was no terraining what (laughs) did not follow the spears girls this much holy cow wheel terrain or whatever and they live on a like a bunch of property jamie lynn's married remarried and has a baby ivy and whatever they have a family and the daughter maddie was riding the i don't know what they're called the all-wheel terrain thing 
it flipped into the water upside down and she was trapped in her seatbelt and the husband got her out, but it was like, they had to resuscitate her. Like she almost died. She was in the hospital in a coma for a very long time. They didn't know if she was going to wake up. It's pretty remarkable actually. It's like when you look at like the dynamics of this family and all of the things, it's pretty wild. Like it's, but Jamie Lynn to me seems a little cold. I mean, I don't know her. She just seems a little cold. You know, a little bit cold. Well, she's. But again, you don't know. Like, look, she was on Dancing with the Stars, and the Brit Nation came out, and they literally voted her off the first night, like off. She like had no chance of, of surviving Dancing with the Stars. But I want to real quick before we get off, I want to pivot over to T Swift because I'm not. I just want to be real clear. I'm not this huge Taylor Swift fan, but like the rest of the world, I've been sucked into the Travis Kelsey stuff. I, I mean, what is he, number 83 on the Chiefs? I mean, I don't watch football. I don't watch sports. And I'm like, I'm in it with her because everyone's like, I'm watching people lose their minds over these two and this conspiracy theorists, theories that are coming out over it. And I mean, people are literally losing their mind that this girl goes to a football game. Like it's her boyfriend. She's at a game. Calm down, everybody. Calm down. I mean, talk about just too much fame. It, and, yeah. and knowing like when a person dips off to go to this street or that street yeah. or this place or that place, like she, you could follow her. I mean, it's weird. I think it's too much, but it's also like we're in the year of Taylor Swift for five years, yeah. for 10 years. Like we are in the era. We're here. Okay? We've entered here. Yeah. yeah. But you look at her and then you look at the Britney, like the dynamics of, of the two families. And it is so gravely oh, different. Start. Yeah. Well, and I think there's also lessons learned. So like her parents, it's really cute. Cause I didn't, again, I'm not a big Taylor Swift fan. I, I mean, I don't mind her music. I, I actually, honestly, and careful Swifties don't come at me. I don't really see the big appeal to her. Like I don't, I don't really see the big thing about her, to but cover. I like her. She stands up for what she believes in. I mean, she got more young people to register to vote in an hour than the entire country could rally together to do. I mean, she has got some star power, which is why, sorry guys, Fox News is losing their mind and doing segments, two to three segments a night on her, talking about now there's a conspiracy. They're not really in love. It's been, she's been planted by the left to take over the Super Bowl and endorse Biden during yeah. the Super Bowl. That's not happening, just to be clear, everybody. Because Taylor and I chatted about it. It's not happening. Because she called Jen. Because she, she called Jen. About this. Yeah, but this is what I mean. Like they take the superstardom and they go crazy. I'll say this about it all: I do believe very much in PR relationships. Yeah, I don't know if this relationship started genuinely or as a PR relationship. I do believe it's a real relationship, and I do, but I do believe Taylor has been in some PR relationships. But that's (laughs) so common in Hollywood. Yeah, me being on the very outskirts of because I went to film school, knowing people who know people who work in Hollywood, but like, you know, it's, it happens. I don't think it's some political conspiracy no, at all. At but all. I do think like I Taylor Swift's family is known to be very smart at playing the PR game. She could date Travis Kelsey and not go to games. That could happen. And let's make it clear too. She was going to the games like during this crazy world tour, like it was an effort to be out there and do this mm-hmm. and to support him, which is amazing. But at the same time, it's like, I don't say it's like she asked for it, like all this attention and stuff, but it's part of what she does. Like, yeah, there's a point where you make the decision to be as famous as you are. Like, 
not everyone gets to make that decision, but you get, she could choose to step back. She could choose to like hide about it, but she doesn't, they want to be open about it. Do I think the NFL took advantage of that because it benefited the NFL who's having yeah. problems? Hell yes. So don't be mad at Taylor Swift dudes. Talk to your NFL commissioner and all that yeah. crap because they're the ones like show Taylor Swift. Let's get people's like they're selling more yeah. tickets because of her. They're having more people watch because of her. More merchandise. Different record amount of merchandise sold after her first game ever in NFL yeah. history. I mean, like, well, here's something I say about her that I do like. And we all know, and we don't talk about it on the podcast. I'm very political on my own stuff. But what she does do, and maybe other people do it, but I'm sure there are people that do it, but every single city that that woman goes through, oh my gosh, she donates to their food bank. She donated enough yeah. money and they don't, she never disclosed, they don't disclose the amount, but it was enough to feed like, what was it? 500,000 meals or something would be served over time. Everywhere she goes, she's a huge animal advocate. She, she's a cat lover. She brings her cats everywhere. Olivia Benson is her cat from uh, Law and Order. So she, she definitely gives back. It made big news what she did with her era tour. All the people that are on the trailers, they all got a $100,000 bonus. I mean, it, it added up into the millions of dollars, which really to her is nothing. But she doesn't have to do that. She doesn't have to do that. That's their job. They chose, That's their job, driving her trailers across the world. But I just, she gives back to the people that support her. I, like I just that. love what I mean, she does for the feeding people and going into these communities <laughs> everywhere she every single city that she pulls into it raises their um what word am i looking for revenue the revenue in that specific town flies up everywhere she goes money yeah. is being spent in the city so lover or hater she's great for the economy she is great for every single place she goes through she is great for the people that can't be fed in that country and she does she a also, lot of great things for animals. I love Like her. that's such a big role model. Her. Like yes. it's just so, it's so much more than a girl that makes a concert. And I, yes, I and I will say like, she did a very, if you're going to get that big and that famous, at least make yourself so multifaceted that you help cats, you help this, that you help, you know, so you're the helping one, in so many different ways. So the very first time Dolly that, Parton. and this is like on hers, not Jen getting political is her team really fought back on her talking about it. Jamie, I think it was that documentary too. And she said, I have to speak, but I have to talk about it because XYZ is trying to block women's rights. XYZ mm -hmm. is doing this to women. XYZ mm -hmm. wants to take this away. And she spoke up for the very first time. And then when she got on stage and said, go register to vote, they had more people register to vote following those 24 hours, literally than ever in American history. So I can see why people are nervous about T-Swift because when she tells her team of those Swifties to do something, they do it and they come out hard. So, well, and it's also, I think she's a genuine person. She's a nice person. She, gen whether or not she messes up or people interpret things bad, like I think everything is about what like people's intentions, like her mm -hmm. intentions are always so good. And like, she's super talented, like doing a, freaking three-hour show of like yeah I, so I've had I've, like night after night that's in, I mean I know she has yeah. some tweet, but that's insane like she is super talented and I I never say I'm a Taylor Swift fan because I feel like if you say you're a Taylor Swift fan it's like you have to know all her songs you have to like you have to be like Swifty and I'm like I'm a fan of her music I think she's a great person like I think she's very nice and she's gorgeous and and, and you know the other thing about her too is like and I'm just gonna be here I am not a Kanye West fan he's a talentless He's got zero talent. 
dude. I mean, I think he is talented, but oh, I don't think, <laughs> I think he's talented. I think he's a whole lot of nothing. That's my that first album is one of the best albums ever made. Got on stage when she was sixteen and tried to take her award away. He's got zero class, and I will take you down on the Kanye thing. He is. Oh, no, I think he has mental health loser. issues. He's I agree. A, he's not a nice person. Mm-hmm. But that first album of his is, will go down as one of the best albums. <laughs> and here's the thing, though, trying to take her award away, saying Beyonce is better. And I like, I mean, Beyonce does nothing for me either, just to be clear. But Taylor Swift outperforms her, outsells her, out everything Beyonce. So you called it wrong, Kanye. You I'm not going wrong. after the beehive. Oh, I like, yeah. I, I don't mind Beyonce, but it's, it's a fact. Taylor Swift sells more concerts. She sells more records. She sells yeah, more but, period. But not back then. Not back then. That was when she was new. Yeah. That was when that that was. No, her. I know, but that's what I'm saying. It blew up in his face. Tried to intimidate this poor girl I mean, on stage. You don't, you don't do that, anyways, to someone. Like you don't it's do that. Terrible. Like just terrible. embarrassing for. I was so. Afraid. It was embarrassing for Beyonce. You could tell she felt very humid. Like, and they're friends. Like Beyonce showed up to the Eras tour opening. Well, yeah, and, and well, Taylor Swift flew to Europe for to support. I this love finited that, that friendship. That. I think. I think because of that, it finited yes. that relationship. Yes, so but I, I will say, I love Beyonce. I love Taylor Swift to death. Amazing music, amazing writer, has a great team. I think to me, Beyonce is more of a like an artist. Like she has more of an artistry. But I think that comes with like experience, age, a lot of different things. But yeah, it's like they both they were both major victims of that situation. But like, you know. You're right. Like, look at Jay-Z and Beyonce. They're massive stars. And you don't see them out at the grocery store. I mean, like, they just don't throw themselves out there. And then you look at people like Jay-Z and Beyonce. You don't see their kids all over the magazines like you see the Kardashians. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think, yes, you're famous. And yes, you're followed everywhere. But I think you also can pick and choose to a degree how much you want people to see. You know? Like, we wouldn't know what... I mean, I mean, if if you look at Blue Ivy, I mean, you can tell she's Beyonce. Or you can tell she looks like them, but like I don't think if she walked through the store, if she wasn't all dazzled up, you wouldn't know. I mean, you couldn't miss that Northwest with her freaking grill on her mouth if you tried. I mean, they are setting this poor little girl up to I don't know what, but like the grills on her teeth and like all the things that they're having her do, and I mean, she's just a little girl. Like they're just yeah, setting I'm her not up already into this environment her. of paparazzi controversy I mean she's what nine and has a full grill on her mouth I mean but I guess when you have all that money what else are you gonna do well and yeah I don't criticize the kids whatsoever because that, that those ages- it's not the kid that's what I'm saying it's not her like it's not northwest it's what her parents are literally doing to her she's 10 yeah and well I, she's got like, the most two entitled parents that exist in America yes, that's but true. also like if I had the platform true, those kids had at that age I would have made such a you know what I was a fool as I mean, really up until like my twenties. Thank goodness there wasn't as much social media. I always say that, Jamie. Oh my gosh, I would have been there. I would have been. I made dumb videos at home on the camera on the camcorder. If someone found those, I put those out. But it's her right to like find herself as a child, and and I'm sure it's very conflicting with the fame element, her parents' divorce element, you know, like all this different stuff. But. I don't criticize those kids whatsoever. And, you know, like, and if, you know, if a, a young preteen chooses to have a grill or something, that's part of life, but that's her choice. And it just sucks that it's like on a public platform. Yeah. Anyway, those are my thoughts. Just to be clear, I'm not making fun of Northwest. Okay. I'm talking about her parents setting her up for these things. Against, I'm using her Jen, as an example. Like, Look at Beyonce and Jay-Z, who 
I would say are equally, equally as famous as Kim and Kanye. And you don't see their children everywhere like you see the Kardashian kids, right? So that's just kind of what I'm Well, that's different what their fame is built on. So those are my thoughts on uh, Hot Topics with the Britney and the Taylor Swift. Or go Maybe do her. some good in this world like she does instead of complaining about her like a bunch of whiners losing their mind that she's going to endorse somebody. Oh, I guess she's just, I mean, how dare Taylor Swift be for women's rights and equality? in this world i mean who would have thought it was such a bad thing thank you taylor for all you do for the animals i just want to say that thank you so thank you for joining us for this episode of thursday sit down there's more that's all i got i mean i could keep going bye everybody thank you for joining us for this episode of the talk like a mother parenting autism podcast if you are enjoying our podcast make sure to rate and review us wherever you listen and if you'd like to support us you can become a subscriber just check out the description of this episode give us a follow on facebook and instagram for more content and we'll see you next time